0: and we're back couples therapy podcast episode 24 hey to the people babe
1: hey y'all
0: yeah so new iteration of couples therapy podcast and a new um, what Iteration. That
1: is a word, but I don't know if it belong there.
0: But whatever. Okay, Websters. But, uh, yeah, so we here, and we got a new episode. And, again, we're trying to get this timetable right for you guys. Um, a new schedule. We're still trying to get it all worked out. It's just.
1: Just expect it on Saturdays.
0: Yeah, we're just going to start doing it on Saturdays. Just expect on days. Saturday mornings. Because we got to change up the date that we record and the date that we drop it. It's going to be on Saturday mornings now. I think that's that's it. Yeah. We just came up with that right now.
1: Ain't no other time.
0: Live. You're hearing it here first, people.
1: Either Friday night or Saturday
0: morning. Okay. Well, there it is. There it is. Saturday morning is now. Um, So, yeah. Sorry, y'all. We got to start the podcast off here first with a public service announcement. (laughs) Right, B? Yes. Okay. So, in the next month or two... We got a lot of new changes that's going to be coming up. Correct? Yeah. See you not?
1: I think we're gonna um, we're gonna be doing some different things. Let's just, Let's put, just it put it that it like way. That. We, we don't want to jinx nothing. Something new. But yeah, we're gonna Fresh. be changing. I feel like we're a year into podcasting. We learned a little bit more. We have better equipment. We just want to right make it next level. Like our podcast is doing pretty good. It's doing better than I expected. It's doing better
0: than we expected for sure. So
1: I'm just like, I just want to be bigger and better. And I don't
0: know. Well.
1: We got a couple things in the works, a couple ideas that we're working on. A couple ideas, yeah. And um, yeah, Yeah, we should be rolling all that stuff out within the next month or two.
0: Just know, I think you guys are going to like what we got. Yeah.
1: It's going to be same us.
0: Yeah, nothing's changing like that. You know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the essence. The essence is still gonna be there. Yeah, the podcast will be the. Same. the... Yeah. Anyway, y'all yeah. will see when it happened. I mean. I think y'all gonna like it. Y'all gonna like it, but um. We gotta, um, we gotta grow up sometime, kid. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. If we woulda knew better, we woulda did better. You know yeah, what and now
1: we know better, so, so we're gonna, we gonna do, do better.
0: better. Exactly. Um, with that being said, I really appreciate the response and support that we've been getting on the Instagram page. It was popping this week, see or no? See. Yeah. You lo- are you low-key like, excited about your little post? It ain't even a post. It was just the fact that uh, we got a, little, a lot of love from it. Like I just want to interact with our listeners. You know, like We got our faithfuls. We got people. I really want to give a shout-out to her, but I got to remember her instagram name but we'll do, it later. we'll do it some other time
1: thank you for listening thank you everybody for listening
0: she know who she is and we're talking about you you know who you are what she know who she is oh we're talking about her she knows okay she's the one that consistently always hits us up and tell us that she really appreciates the podcast um anytime that we have anything that interacts with our podcast listeners she's always there yeah
1: Thank you. When we get some
0: merch, you're going to be the first one to get some merch for free. <laughs> like, straight up and down on the rails. That's in the works. That's in the works. I mean, we already said we was going to do some merch, but that ain't got nothing to do with the change. That ain't got nothing to do with that. We already aspired to the All right, Bruce, let's keep going. Anyway, um, so we're going to hop straight into the shits this week. Um, this nigga just rambles. I'm not rambling. Well, that's why you're here, to keep me on task. Um. Yeah. So we're just gonna hop straight into it here. Um. One thing in particular that struck me as something that was interesting this week. Um. I know it's weird, but black superstitions and how I feel like they're regional. I know you probably don't really know too much about black superstitions, do you? No. I really? we well, save
1: Saint and Pill with the holy ghost. Y'all still superstitious? Don't play with me. <laughs> It'd be the Saints that'd be the most superstitious.
0: Don't sweep my feet, baby. Right. Don't shack up. That's a superstition, if you ask me.
1: How is that a superstition? I understand
0: it's in the Bible, but that's all around the same premise as a... Because the definition of a, of, a, of, a, of a superstition, right? Let's not. Has something to do with a supernatural. See? Okay. But the same thing with that. People will be trying to cast certain lifestyles onto you because of something that you do that may be seen as unholy or something that isn't in the bible
1: that's not the same thing to me but okay
0: maybe i'm reaching but i see it as a superstition either way it goes black superstitions um just to name a few one that the reason why i'm talking about it here is because i saw one that caught me off guard and it was really a superstition that I saw one way, but then when I realized some other people see it as this way, I was like, So maybe that's a regional thing. So mm-hmm. the one that got me was it was saying, if you sweep someone's foot, then they can't then that means that they're not gonna ever have kids. I've never heard that in my life. Me either. What was it? What what did it mean I when you swept someone's foot? Somebody's feet,
1: they go to jail. They
0: go into jail. Which don't even I've never heard that either. one either. The reason why you feel like that doesn't make sense makes no sense. If you don't do anything to go to jail, you won't most likely go to jail. That's not what the superstition means though. What a superstition means is that You're gonna do something that's gonna cause you to go to jail. Right, but it doesn't mean that you're already in the works of doing something that's gonna cause you to go to jail. I'm not saying that some turn of events is gonna lead you in jail. That's what that means. I understand that, but it don't make sense.
1: No superstitions make sense. Breaking mirrors don't make sense to me.
0: It just means you're gonna get bad luck for seven years. It doesn't make sense. Okay. A superstition isn't supposed to make sense, first of all. Okay, okay. Let's just move on because we can we can go back and forth about it making sense or not. That's personal preference and opinion, I guess. Okay. But um sweeping a foot where I'm from meant that you were going to the grave. Like that means either you, you were gonna die or someone that you knew were gonna die that was gonna end up leading you to the cemetery. That's what my mom always used to say. And what was the remedy when someone swept their foot? I heard you supposed to spit on the broom. Right. How many times? You just spit on the broom. See, my mom always said when, when you sweep someone's foot, you're supposed to spit on the broom three times. That's disgusting. I mean, spitting on the broom in general is disgusting, but I think, you know... That's where it goes back to the church thing. Everything goes in threes, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? No? no. Okay. What? <laughs> Look, man. Okay. Anyway, so that's what it meant for that one. Um, have you ever heard the one about... spider? No, if you have your purse on the floor. Money going to jump out. Don't put your purse
1: on the floor because your money jump
0: out. See, I think that's the Southern way of thinking about it. We say if you put your purse on the floor, you're just going to stay broke.
1: I mean, in essence, it's the same thing. You ain't going to have no money. Right. Well, it's very similar.
0: I think they all have similarities. The only one that didn't have a similarity was the one about the not baby. having kids. That one was a little far-fetched. Yeah, very far-fetched. Um, but, I mean,
1: all of them are
0: far-fetched. Right. Um, Then it was one, well, the major superstition that goes along in black I guess you say culture is dreaming a fish. It means someone about to have a baby.
1: I still don't. They even said that one is soul food. But okay.
0: You remember that soul food, right? Yeah. I dream I
1: just, fish. I just feel <laughs> like in black families, most of the time the matriarch or somebody who was older always swear up and down, they had premonitions.
0: A premonition and the superstition is very similar.
1: Similar, but it's not, not the same. But I'm just like, to me, Dreaming of fish would fall more under premonition, which is signs and and whatnot,
0: like omens. Yes, premonition, omen, superstition—they all fall in the same line of category, same line of thinking. If you picked up a thesaurus right now and looked up superstition, omen, and premonition, would be there. If you looked up premonition, no, vice it versa. doesn't,
1: because we looked it up the other day. It's not there. I can see how you saying pre- is like
0: where you seeing signs and. Get a feeling or something, right?
1: Yes. A premonition is a vision. It's a vision or a sign that something is to come before it happens. To me, sweeping your feet ain't a sign that something's going to come. That's a cause and effect situation. You cannot sweep somebody's feet and nothing happens. But once you dream a fish, that's a premonition, according to them, that somebody is pregnant. Okay, I can see that. It's no way of getting around you can't control your dream, but you can control what you're per- sweeping okay. at.
0: So that makes sense. That's not necessarily a superstition of premonition. Right. That makes sense. That actually makes sense. Okay. What about ear ringing? Ear ringing? Yeah. If your ear, like you ever had that moment where your ear would be like, boo, like you hear like a high-pitched yeah. ringing sound? We always said when your ear is ringing, that means someone's talking about you. I've heard that when your ear is hot. What is it? Hot
1: air. A hot air is
0: when somebody's talking about you. Oh, like I guess. I, I think I feel what you're talking about there.
1: Do you hear that?
0: Yeah. Outdoors. Why does it sound so clear in the headphones? Because these headphones can sometimes pick up certain things. Okay. And plus they loud. <laughs> I about to say they literally sound like they sent something, something. Yeah, true. Um, what about your eye jumping? I don't know about that. My mom always said, sleep? True, that's literally what it is, though. Like, you need rest. But it was always said that if your eye was jumping, that well, your left eye means that someone is going to piss you off, the right eye means that some, someone or something is going to make you happy. That's what hmm. eye jumping means. Okay, also, another thing that led me to this topic. Was, remember that night where we saw, like, two spiders? Because y'all know we live in the Wild Kingdom, y'all. That's the ongoing theme of the pod. We live in the jungle. So we had saw, like, three spiders in the house one night. Big-ass motherfucking spiders, too. Like, But I was on the phone with my mom when I was killing one of them. And she was like, dang, you need to give me one of those spiders. Don't kill it. Put it in my purse. Mm-mm-mm. So back home putting spiders in your purse brings money kind of like the itching hand situation yeah would an itching hand be like a premonition no that's no a
2: superstition.
0: that's a superstition yeah a premonition would be oh like God. I saw okay. I saw in a vision woo like I saw in a vision why yeah. did you make that noise <laughs> like some twilight shit. that
1: was twilight
0: you know, like, well, never mind. Anyway. All right, so moving <laughs> on. Black superstitions are weird. And I think they're regional. Like, because certain things can mean the same mm. thing, but you kind of, like, bring it to the forefront. In a different if y'all
1: fashion. have superstitions that we didn't say, like, that y'all have, go to our um, Instagram page and post them in the comments. Because I feel like we're missing some. I named quite a few. Oh, ones. the New Year's one. Oh, Like the yeah. black eyed peas. peas. you supposed to make black eyed peas for good luck. And greens
0: or something? Yes, like that?
1: it's black eyed peas and greens. And then one the time. First man you gotta be, the yeah. The first person that come
0: in your house has to be a man. With
1: money in his pocket. So, what did that mean for you? Nothing. I had never heard of it until my mom's friend had called to see if my dad could well, come did she over. did tell you what it meant? I guess it brings you
0: wealth so that you wouldn't be broke. I believe it was either that one or it was that, I think for single women, that you were going to get a man in your life. Like a man was going to come in your life. If
1: a man was the first person through your threshold, then you was going to get a man? Something like that, yeah. Wouldn't you have already had one for him to be coming?
0: No. In house. Like people could have been would like
1: be like.
0: Your like uncle. Your uncle, yeah. Or like my like mom. once. Her and my grandfather celebrate She was like, Yo, finally, I need you to come over and be the first person to come over and visit. It can't be someone that lives in the household already. Like, because she could have just literally had me come through the front door. Right, but you
1: live there, so you don't count. Right. What kind of foolishness? Ain't nobody got time to be but, memorizing.
0: But, and it'd be this the same, the sanctified ones every New Year's that be having a pot of black eyed peas.
1: Period. I feel like it don't even be superstition no more. It's just tradition.
0: Tradition, yeah. But. <sighs> It's confusing. It's confusing, but uh, it's not.
1: They don't be believing half of that stuff. It's just tradition. Tradition, right? and at this point, they probably that just was think a it's tradition. That's not necessarily
0: a superstition anymore. That's just we always made black eyed peas and greens on New Year's. It'd be like I don't get a taste for it until New Year's. Really? That's
1: what it seems like. I never have a taste for black eyed peas.
0: boy. When I was a kid, I used to f some black eyed peas uh, with some sugar. Mm mm. You disgust me. Anybody that eats sugar with black-eyed peas, maybe it ain't gonna be nobody. But you, that's man. something that we could put up for debate: salt and pepper in your rice with butter or sugar. We're not gonna
1: start this debate again with the rice
0: and grits. What you do, you do the same thing that I do. So I maybe... put
1: sugar and butter and pepper I in think my that's grits, and in my problem. rice, I eat my grits and my rice the same exact way. Yeah, sugar.
0: Butter, sugar, butter, pepper. Salt and pepper. I don't put salt. That's I don't put it. salt in no more. But anyway, uh, moving on. So that was the back of my day. Because mm-hmm. growing up, we had hella superstitions, and every time I go home, my mom has a list of them that I gotta abide by. Especially the spider one, cause she she really think that's gonna bring her money. But um, and it ain't worked yet. It ain't worked yet. We ain't hit the lotto yet. Um. Okay. So, this is one that we were supposed to bring up a couple of weeks ago, but since it was such a busy news week, we said we were going to push it out to our next episode. So, black parents, when you disagree with them. There was a post that
1: said, ahead, disagreeing with, no, it said black parents see disagreeing with them as a sign of disrespect. And when I read that, I was just like, bro, I can't relate, but
0: I can relate. Yeah. Like I kind of feel where they're coming from, but I don't have a personal experience, personal scenario that I can recollect. Right. It probably happened more than likely, but I don't recall. Right. Uh, I don't recall. I'm pretty sure it happened. And I know for a fact more than anything, it may not happen in a sign of disrespect, but she definitely... Was trying to make it seem like I was naive and I didn't know what I was talking about.
1: What was the situation?
0: It can Care be a situation. To share? It can. Well, it's been situations like, say, for instance, going to college. Me and my mom disagree on that all the time. What? Like my mom actually, this is a sign. I guess she do see it as a sign of disrespect or more so defiance. I guess because the way I view going to college now that I got a degree, I'm so against it now that she. Like in her eyes, she see it as. I thought I was opened up
1: for you once you got one.
0: No, nah, not even that. But she see it as I'm not appreciative, I'm ungrateful, right? Or it was just a waste of her money, right? And she gets upset with me about it because the way I talk about it, she was she really felt like it was something that was necessary, and I feel like it's not something that's necessary for everyone. Right. And I don't think she sees it as that when I talk about it. Mm -hmm. I'm more so saying, mom, it's not necessary for everyone like you think it is. She thinks I'm more so saying.
1: You don't need it at all. I didn't need it. Away with college. You
0: wasted your money sending me to college because it's not going to benefit me in life. And now she's just like, you're just so unappreciative. A lot of kids wish that I would have did everything that I did for you when you was in school.
1: Why do you always go to ungrateful?
0: That's really that's what it literally boils down the to. first
1: thing parents say. It's saying. not even
0: disrespect. It's ungrateful more than anything.
1: And that's why they feel disrespected. That's
0: why they feel disrespected. I actually have an example. It's yes, ungrateful. it just happened. You're just ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Now, I bet you have a situation like that now. Uh, you have to. I'm trying After to After knowing your parents, I, think, I know it had to happen. I don't think so. I can see your mom calling you ungrateful. I can't. In my mind right now. My mom called me spoiled more than anything. More than ungrateful?
1: Okay. But I won't never ungrateful. I was always. Technically, I'm not
0: being ungrateful. That's just no, how she I'm perceived No, but I'm saying, me. I don't
1: think she ever perceived, perceived me okay. as ungrateful. She just thought I was, my dad was doing too much for me. Like, you remember when we was talking okay. about my sweet 16 yeah. in the yeah. car? but do and it she get was to like, the point, that was when you had all them cakes. <laughs> Does it get to the
0: point where she see it almost as disrespectful? No.
1: What? That I'm spoiled? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay.
0: That no. would be kind of crazy.
1: I don't even like the word spoiled. Because to me, spoiled implies that something went bad. Nothing about me went bad. I'm a productive... No, I'm just saying, people to me who are spoiled are people who just like can never, ever, ever do anything for themselves. And they're just like codependent.
0: You get what I'm saying? That's how we see the the term spoiled because the first thing we think about with spoiled is. A brat. White people. (laughs) It's not. I don't think about white people. I I think of
1: somebody that's a brat and entitled. Super
0: privileged and don't understand that they're privileged.
1: Uh, Maybe. But I just think of a brat. Somebody who's just obnoxious. Ungrateful. And who just think, yeah, entitled. They think they're just supposed yeah, you're to supposed
2: get... they supposed
1: to go this way. Yeah, everything. Right. But I don't feel that way. Yeah. But let's, let's stay on topic. Right. Um, I don't have any personal experience with that. But I can see how people can generalize and say that black parents think disagreeing with them is a sign of disrespect. And I think it's also not even disrespect. I think... They believe that it's a sign of disregard, like everything that we've done and everything. Right. That, that it's not, the whole, yeah. that's how it used to be so mentality. So it Right. Versus, versus looking at something with a yeah. pair of fresh eyes and just like, you know what I'm saying?
0: For instance, I know I've used this example plenty of times, but like my brother, who is self-employed,
2: he oh, can yeah, literally yeah. tell
0: his folks that he's made a million dollars himself working for himself and they'll be, oh, okay, that's nice. But if he said that he got another a new job <laughs> or a promotion at a job working for someone else, mm-hmm. they will be ecstatic. Do they think
1: that uh well that wouldn't that wouldn't qualify as like being
0: disrespected. It's more so just like they're not understanding it's the thing is is the post it says one thing but it means something completely different I feel.
1: and I, I know I think it's because that's the first level of like the generational gap
0: they, y'all
1: just disrespect your y'all elders disrespect your, no yeah. we okay. don't okay. disrespect our elders because we don't listen to everything we just say. have a different perspective. perspective and experience like my mom would be she would always be like when something would happen she would be like I was 15 once it's completely different I was 16 now. once but you were not 15 in 2005 you were not 16 in 2006 which were the years that I was like the internet came and changed the game it
0: changed everything
1: like you know more at a younger age because you have the ability to look for stuff yourself whereas when your mom was teaching you lessons and saying certain stuff to you that you didn't really think was right, you didn't have nowhere to really go to double-check. As a kid, that was your only source. Right, you didn't really have anywhere to go to double-check what she said, and it was because I said so. Now, we have Google back then, Ash Jeeves, and just, like, different resources to be like, that don't sound right. You can go Google it. No, ma, this is this, that, and the third. This is blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, that, to me, that perception of disrespect is just the first layer of
0: defense. Well, the reason why I feel that is because with them growing up, anytime you had a rebuttal to a parent, Powell. it was... Yeah, Pop, it was sound Powell as... Pow right in the kisser. You were back talking, or you were being smart, or you're talking back, literally. So anytime that we have rebuttals, just, in their mind is registering like, I wouldn't... I don't like. It's not even the fact that we know the answer to something that they thought they knew the answer to. I would have never said nothing. Bad I would have mama. never said it even if I did have the answer because that's right. talking back, and I'm not being. Did. That's why they see it as disrespect because we have a rebuttal because we are free. We have a thought, and we are not afraid to voice it. Right. They had a fear of voicing it. Like the 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 fear structure is completely different now than what it was then. Right. Like you feel you feared your parents. I fear up. my parents. Right. But it's starting to wane away from that now.
1: Like, these kids don't really fear their parents. No, they don't. They exactly. They will try their gangsters.
0: They will try their parents all the way to day. the T. To the, to the and a lot of these and kids away And then when they encounter somebody. It, the parents that's our age, they get away with it. And then when they
1: encounter somebody who don't let down. Right. You get jacked up. No. Like, their mentality is just the child will, like, they don't know how to receive Somebody calling them on their BS, not letting them get away with certain right. stuff. And it's just like, it's a it's a shock to their system when they encounter somebody who
0: doesn't allow them. Sidebar. That kind of reminds me of like, I was at the grocery store. Uh-huh. And I was watching, I was literally walking down the aisle and I was on the phone. And I hear this kid just... Yeah. and the dad is over there trying to stop it stop it calm down you stop that don't do that don't do that and he's literally constantly just doing it doing it, doing it doing it and i'm just oh, like, is he crying? no he was just making a noise like really oh. being bad but it's like if you don't train your kid before you go out ain't no way in hell you're gonna get control of them when this shit happens they're yeah. on the spot because then if you try to discipline them there they're gonna Flip the hell out, and you're probably gonna go to jail. <laughs> literally, and then I started thinking to myself, I was like, what are you supposed to do if you haven't trained your parent your your child how to, you know, stop when you say when you stop. say stop? I don't know. So now you're walking around with a kid that just literally, and we saw that when we was at um Ollie's the other day. The, oh, the mama that was carrying boy. the little boy in the oh, back, and literally she just started just walking him around, <laughs> and he was just making up because she couldn't stop him she
1: was acting like nothing was happening. nothing was going on
0: i was like he was disturbing the peace <laughs> my peace i <laughs> <Or> mine.
1: mine <laughs> like, i be thinking certain things like because we don't have kids do we perceive other kids no differently or other people's parents and differently and then i just be like no
0: no. I like we
1: the it's so weird that like we're young you but we're old that. school. You can control And people that, don't man. think like it's okay to let your child be free and to like be a free spirit and to say how they feel and but you gotta shape them to be able to do it in an acceptable way. Like my mama always told me, You can say whatever you wanna say. It's how you say it. And most of the time it was it had something to do with the way that I said something to her. Yeah. So she kind of like, that's teaching your child how to submit to authority. And at every stage in life, there's going to be some form of authority that your child will have to submit to, whether it's a daycare provider, a teacher, a principal, a boss, a team leader, like a peer who's in charge. It's just, that you mention that. It's just, it's, it's just so... It's so weird that like you literally have your four year old that you cannot control, and if you can't control them at four, bro, What's gonna when, they 14, when they get fourteen,
0: they gonna be reckless. It's crazy because I think about. I try not to talk about my cousins on the podcast and their kids because I love them dearly, but I think about like growing up and um, how me and my cousins were raised, we had a very, very high disciplined childhood. Like We were disciplined, very, very strict. And then for once they had their children, they kind of changed everything around. And I'm looking around and I'm just like, bro, like we weren't raised like this. And the first thing they would say to me was, you say that now, but wait until you have your own, wait until you have your own. I'm like, Y'all not doing what <laughs> was done to
1: us, but it wasn't is, nothing
0: really wrong
1: with it. This is my thing, though. Just like how we talked about how, like, disrespecting your parents has uh, the connotation to it. Like, I mean, the angle that we was coming from about the Internet. So now there's different ways because of the Internet and people interacting with each other a little bit more where discipline is not just stop that. Like cussing them out or popping them real quick. Discipline is, come here, little Johnny. Little Johnny, why did you do... Like, it's a different form of discipline. That shit don't work. I feel like it do. I feel like the discipline has to be catered to the
0: child. But I'm not saying that because hindsight 2020, some of the things that our parents did to us can cultivate... A, a culture bad, of abuse. Yeah, a a bad culture that can be carried out. And I get it. You want to try to change that so it don't carry over that same psychological effect. But it's all about... But the, some aspects of it, like you said, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. You I just feel mind, like that
1: about discipline is a cocktail. You need a little bit of this kind, a little bit of that kind, right. a pinch of this, a cup of that, a tablespoon of this, and it all... I think it just has to be per child, like on an individual basis, depending on the severity of what it is and if there's a bigger lesson in it. Like my mom, she used to, I remember her like telling my brother, like when he would be running somewhere, this, that, and the third, when I tell you to stop running, you need to stop running. Like she used to just say, you know, stuff like that to him. And then like one time we were outside And I don't remember when the ball went in the street and my brother's about to run but didn't see the car. Something happened where she called his name and he stopped and then it avoided an accident. And basically she was like, this is why I tell you when I call your name, come to me or when I say stop, you stop. I don't have to explain to you why because I'm seeing something that you're not seeing." So it's just like certain situations
0: calls for explanation and certain situations don't. That could work. But just think, if your mom wasn't there to stop him, he would have got hit. Right. And he would have had to learn the lesson after he was paralyzed, (laughs) probably. Well, no, but
1: the lesson was listen to me when I say something to
0: you. Right. I get that. But. In the same token, just think when you say something and it goes upon deaf ears. That's really what the situation is now. A lot of these kids, you say something repetitive over and over and over again, and it goes upon deaf ears to the point where you have to yoke them up. Or I'm not saying that you have to yoke them up, but you got to show them the consequence of not listening to me, whether that's popping them, spanking them, yoking them up, putting some level of fear of what's to come if you don't do this has to come out of or this. Or making
1: somehow. them do something they don't want to do, like just sit down. You can't listen to me while you're up and playing. Come over here and sit down beside me.
0: <sighs> some kids that I work on, some kids that I That's have.
1: why I say it's an individual basis.
0: Because I think about My that. parents didn't discipline me and kid. my
1: sister the same way they did my brother. My brother, physical discipline did not do nothing to him. But my dad started using exercise, like the little thing where you squat on the wall and you hold your arms out, he would make him do that. He would make him do things like the dead cockroach. Like stuff that's not going to physically hurt you, but is literally an exercise. So it's painful.
0: It physically hurt you.
1: Right. But it's just like that worked for him. Me, you taking something away from me that I like. Like I remember one time my dad came, he took my TV, my radio, like I had nothing. You got punished like white kids. I remember my dad took my pen and my pencil because I like to write and I like to draw. And I was just like so furious.
0: So I'm not going to lie. Punishment sucks. But getting my ass whooped sucked too. Um, I'm not going to say it was super effective because I probably did go back and do the same thing. <laughs> it was just one day it clicked for me. You know what I'm saying? Like like you said, it's, it's a love language kind of with raising your kid. Like, you got to understand what's going to work and what's not going to work. What changed for me wasn't the fact that my mom was constantly beating me or whoop- not beating me, but giving me.
1: If whips. she was beating you, it's she fine.
0: Whatever the case was, but. Statue me of limitations is up. Whatever. <laughs> you grown now. She was,
1: I, I, she I can't don't go to mind the that. fact <laughs> that
0: she did that because I feel like that's what I deserved at the time. Like, I really did.
1: Why do you feel like you deserve to be beat?
0: That's what I needed because I was being bad as hell. I was bad. Why would, I understand why I was you being bad. Why deserve to
1: be beat other than physical exercise punishment?
0: Because physical exercise punishment, punishment didn't work for me. Did she try it? It happened when I was in other situations. Did she try it? My mother didn't, but it happened to me in other situations. Did she try to
1: physically punish you via exercise?
0: She didn't. I repeat. You're not, you didn't say that. But others did do it in certain situations like Like what when i used to go to different programs and we used to mess up they used to have us sit and hold the wall do push-ups run laps things like that that didn't that that didn't no getting a whooping really honestly it didn't either but it as a as a young child that worked but as i got older it wasn't working anymore to the point where my mom stopped whooping me and then she started punishing me and started taking things away from which kind of sucked more as well But that didn't work as well. So the thing that really worked for me and clicked where it was like, dang, I need to stop. Like I literally sat myself down and started disciplining myself saying, I really need to stop this, was when I actually did something that made my mom proud. And I saw her reaction. What? That changed for me. That changed everything for me. I stopped being bad after that. So she ain't find a formula early. No. And it probably was because of the fact that the only way she thought that was to discipline your child was through spanking them. Where it did work when I was a little, little kid. But as I became older... You got
1: immune. Hey, the same
0: way you, you do the medicine. If a 200 milligram Tylenol don't work, you need a 400. I'm not saying that for the rest of their life, you're going to beat them, beat them, beat them, beat them, beat them. Because that's not necessarily... Some people do. Okay, whatever. But hindsight 2020 i know now i know this now but my mom probably still don't even know this
1: some people be like spanking them beating them don't work i don't know what else to do and then they
0: let the kid They run just let them up. run rapid right and that's really what's happened in this day and age with our generation right
1: and that's why what and happened at my family cookout situation. happened there right and the kid dad was sitting there was like
0: but i don't even think the physical punishment would change that situation from happening well not
1: not once some
0: kids is just they'll do it not once if you're dealing with a kid that's athletic and don't mind doing that then it's not going to work for them
1: i'm just i'm telling you from what i know using my brother as an example
0: that was your brother though b
1: can i finish my sentence i'm saying not the first time it didn't work the second time it didn't work the third time it didn't work the fourth time was like, come on, bro, like, I hate doing this, like, I don't want to be down here on my back with my legs and feet in the air, shaking, and just not knowing when I'm going to get up, it just started to do that, and then, in conjunction with finding positive things that exuded some of that energy it was a whole like i said earlier it was a cocktail of stuff it wasn't just the punishment it was figuring out exactly why these things were happening you know what i'm saying so it's like it's not gonna work the first time Whippings don't work the first time no discipline really works the first time because you think it's an anomaly
0: and then when it starts repetitiously happening it's Like you said, it's a combination of multiple things that has to go into effect. When it comes, when I was saying the whole love language when it comes to raising your kid, because you got to understand what works for your child. Right. We're saying the same thing. Right. Some kids, like say for instance, with a little kid, um, when you spank them, that doesn't work. But when you give them a task and you complete it and then you reward them with compliments and making them feel special, they continue to do the same thing that made them feel special. You know what I'm saying? Like, good job, do it. Or like, or thank you. Or, you know what I'm saying, when they bring something to you and you tell them thank you, like you're such a good kid. And then they keep bringing you everything. Yeah, and they start bringing you everything. It's just a situation like that. They like gratification. They like being told words of positivity. But what I'm talking about is when they do something that's not thank you worthy. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying that could change their behavior from doing bad because you got kids that will just do bad things just for the sake of doing it because it's bad because they get the attention from it but when they find another way to get attention that isn't from doing a bad thing you know what i'm saying right then that's when you start making some some legs what about
1: bad kids who just bad who just don't
0: listen? they're being bad because they get whether it's good attention or, or good, bad attention the boy in and Ollie's
1: was not getting attention he was getting ignored
0: Right, but he's doing it. It's the same way where as an infant you cry when you're you don't know how else to get your mother attention but crying. And when you cry, they either check your diaper or they give you food. Right. But she just You don't know any other way. She
1: just pushed him around. So what right. was that? My
0: thing was any other time that he would cry, she would yell at him, stop, da-da-da-da-da. That's getting attention. And he ain't stopped. But now it's done got to the point where she done gave up trying to figure out. That's How the point that I'm talking about. Because that little boy in the store was wild She hasn't found out another way for him to get attention without him acting out. He hasn't found another way to get attention besides acting out. That that's the point.
1: That's right. what I'm saying. Like it won't well, her. I mean, it was her, but it was just like nothing that he doesn't she was know any saying. other way
0: to get attention from his mother besides acting out. Because she hasn't shown him attention. I'm assuming that she hasn't shown him attention. On a consistent basis, except for when he's acting out,
1: because she just she's a, always
0: in his face.
1: After we made it to the other side of the store, she was just ignoring the mess out of him. Yeah,
0: but I don't know.
1: This is the whole it debate
0: of crazy. are you gonna whoop your kids or not? Like,
1: are we gonna whoop our kids? I hope. I we I feel do. like I asked you this. You hope we do.
0: I hope we do, man. I and mean, then we ain't got we ain't got a for the rest of our life. We ain't got to whoop whooping for every little thing. Like it Stop. ain't got to be O D. <laughs> it don't have to be O D, Brittany. Like, but. God dang it! Like you ain't gonna touch my baby. My thing I'm is, I want to be the last line of defense. Like I want to be. Don't like the fear of dad disciplining them is so f- scary that they act right. I've seen kids like that. Yeah, we were kids like that. Right? Don't let you. Don't let me tell your dad. Well, I'm gonna tell your dad when he get home. Then but this is the thing, though. The That's Some a people.
1: Some people use that as a weapon. The whole weapon in in general is a weapon. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm going to pop you. I'm going to pop Are you. you talking about threats? I'm a, but never do it. That's why we got to pop them, B. Or what my daddy going to do. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, daddy when I see him.
0: Well, the threat of your dad getting a hold of you ain't going to be scary until he done something to you. Right. That's like, say, for instance, with my little cousins and how they feel about B. They are scared of him. Like when he says something, it stops. <laughs> but when yeah. it may persist a little longer. <laughs> no offense, cuz. <'cause>, but, <laughs> but when I he mean, says kids it try it stops. They'll try. They'll try who they know they can try. Yeah. Cause kids are freaking oh uh, they so bad. <laughs> They're not bad. They are because they like they learn how to They're be like- bad first more than anything. They don't learn how to be bad. They
1: just come out that way. You have to shape people in the other direction. It's an instinctual
0: behavior for them to act bad first. Yeah. Like I literally seen my little cousin slam her brother in the door and giggle her ass off. (laughs) Because she knew she was hurting (laughs) him. It's the same way the first thing a little kid do is slap in your face. And then when you say, ow, they laugh. (laughs) They evil. (laughs) I like them. Look, man. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Parents, we got to break. We got to break. We got to have a breakthrough.
1: Don't feel disrespected when people, when your kids disagree with you just because they got a disrespect, a uh, different perspective. And pop them every now and then.
0: Find multiple ways of disciplining your kids. Find the deeper issue of why they're acting out. That's really what it's about.
1: Sometimes it's not that kids. Now sometimes they just really rambunctious, and their parents don't have enough patience or energy to deal. They with. have.
0: See, my mom always says it's about how you start off with somebody when it comes to anything. If you let stuff fly in the beginning, that's how it's going to be for the rest of it. Yeah. It comes to relationships. It's like that. It's like that in relationships. All of it is relationships.
1: Because it's people dealing with people. It's
0: people dealing with period. people. And the things that you let people get away with in the beginning is the things that they're going to try to get away with through the whole situation. When you don't
1: pop them in the house or tell them to be quiet or call them over there when they're doing something crazy. When you get out in the store like that man at the store, you ain't going to be able to
0: control them. And it just makes me go back and think to when, I know, well, like you said, the statute of limitations is up, but we didn't used to go in the store. They used to leave us in the car. I was left in the car. A lot. I made friends with people who was in the car. <laughs> I left because <I laughs> we was left in the car all I the went time. I'm in the car.
1: I'm in the store. But Shh. mama already told. Ta- I'm not buying nothing. you nothing. Don't point out nothing. Don't ask for nothing. My mom be like, "Don't touch it," because I'm not
0: buying you nothing. And the We're only going fit... in here for milk, right? And, and we get nothing else. You can tell when the kid ain't been disciplined at home, because when you tell them, "Don't ask for nothing," when we get in here and they go in there and ask for something. <laughs> Oh, the foundation ain't set right. <laughs> because with us, we already knew that you don't want mama to pop you. Don't go in here and ask for nothing. Because <laughs> you know she ain't going to bring us in here next I'm time.
1: Like, it would be nice to have a bag of Skittles. Bro, <laughs> no, you be just saying.
0: <laughs> like, or you just stand next to the thing that you really got an eye for real, real bad until <laughs> she notices it. They be like, what? You ain't getting none of those Snickers? <laughs> You ain't getting no uh, Rice Krispie Tree cereal. Like, I'd be
1: like, it would be nice.
0: You know, already got one of those at the house.
1: To have a bag of Skittles.
0: He's I didn't joking.
1: ask.
0: You was one of them, kids. You probably got it, too. Especially from your dad, probably.
1: Oh, my dad never told me not to ask for that. We went to, so I don't remember a time when he was like, we just going in here for this and nothing else.
0: So what He'd be like,
1: right we now. ain't got no junk in the house. So let's go to the store and get some junk food.
0: But anyway, no. so <laughs> moving on, people. Now we're going on to our um uh, Father Culture part. And the Father Culture, it was a very slow news week, but it was some things that did go down in the uh, I guess you could say the the blogs or just uh, social media. On the internet. social medias and what have you. So one in particular, I want to just go out there and put this out there. I don't know if y'all watched The Shy or not, but Jason Mitchell was dropped from the shy. I like The Jason. lead is it? Character is it, of the show, y'all. Is it true? I've seen it in multiple sources. So what I mean, it's a
1: lot true. of people say the Earth flat, but that ain't true. Brittany, come on now. It's probably it's true. I need somebody to come out officially and talk about it. You need Linda to this. say it. Yeah, she was hosting Camel. Ain't mentioned Linda ain't at about to say all. nothing about that. It's just so. Oh, it's stupid. It's like I when we were it's done. almost like when
0: Columbus Short got taken off Scandal. It just took Scandal away. Really.
1: Oh my god, that it's was the so, equivalent of that. I just felt really really bad for that show cuz like he was a small piece, but it
0: kind of But you, you didn't realize how much him. you
1: needed him. Ironically. You really didn't need him. He was like the uh, is it called a keystone? The cornerstone? No.
0: Keystone. Okay.
1: When you build an arch of bricks, there's a brick in the middle that all the other bricks The
0: cornerstone, but all right. It's
1: not a cornerstone cuz it's not on the corner. Anywho, it's the middle piece of the break. I think it's called a Keystone. But anywho, I just feel like, come on, bruh. You just got into Hollywood. So that means your slate was clean. Like you could have ducked and dodged all these allegations. Like you didn't think you were going to get found out or somebody was going to say something. What time is it? My phone's somewhere going off. It's 10 o'clock.
0: I'm so glad we ain't got to go to work tomorrow.
1: But um, what do you think, babe?
0: I just... It's crazy because... It is Keystone.
1: I thought so. Okay, you're right.
0: Um, it's just crazy because he's the lead character of the show. So it's like... Here we go again. One of our shows that we really enjoy about to get taken away from us because... Niggas can't act right.
1: I don't think it's going to get taken away because it's the it ensemble cast... Sad, but I'm trying to figure out now how. Now Jacob Lattimore
0: gonna be the lead. And my thing is, Jason Mitchell, you root for him because he—he his role is pivotal because he's like the underdog that everything bad he's having it to him. But now he's starting like it's
1: like everybody likes that. I feel like he's the main character because he's the epicenter of all the other characters' all the other stories. Characters, right, everybody comes together. to together somehow. Because he's Coogie brother who got murdered. So the murderer is connected to him. And then the witness of his brother's Everybody murder. Everybody always comes to him. to him. Jacob Lat uh, Jacob Lattimore character and him have now linked up and, and become food, business, drug, partners. Yeah, business partners. And then like even the drug dealing people are
0: linked to him because he has yeah. a discreet Business that they can wash the money through. Right. Now the cops even coming to him because they're becoming suspicious because of the fact that he hangs out with everybody or everybody comes to him. So what's going to happen? Who the person that's going to everybody going to come? See, now she got to restructure the whole show around. It's stupid, man. Damn, man. Every time we get... It's a jinx, low-key. I
1: just... I just don't understand how he would exude. That and it's the type. same. I don't understand how he would exude that type of behavior, knowing that it's 2019.
0: Bro, you gotta be careful about everything in 2019. See, Columbus Short, he was the beginning of that era, but he can't, he got jacked it. up just by the same thing that Columbus Short did. What he did? Columbus Short was in the same situation. I thought Columbia Short
1: hit somebody
0: physically, verbally abusing, and inappropriate behavior. He
1: would. Well, they just
0: say inappropriate behavior, but we don't even know what inappropriate behavior is.
1: According to what I read, this. it was
0: sexual harassment.
1: Yes, so much so that the chick who plays his girlfriend in the show, oh, yeah, they said even her too, didn't even want to do scenes with him That's because wild. she made him feel uncomfortable. They said for a while her boyfriend was coming to the set with her. Sitting in on set making sure nothing happened. And then I seen the picture of the cast together and his arm was around her waist and everybody else's arms was on each other's shoulders. And just, you know, looking real deep into stuff that probably won't that deep. But I was just like, bro. you just got here. And you was about Dude, to make it. This was it. your second isn't this the second thing he did? Third.
0: What was Mud the bow. Th-
1: second?
2: second?
0: Muddon.
1: So you were easy E. Then you was in a movie with that piss. Boy, if y'all don't know how mud dog made me feel. <laughs> then you was I in a movie. The week, then weeks. you was in a movie with uh with uh Mary, Mary J. J. Blige. Now you on one of the hit shows on TV. On and you just started. This is the th- your third so, job. So and you already solidified. And you messed that up because you can't keep your hands to yourself or you don't know how to talk to people. This is why you need to pop your kids. You need to train them up what's just this, be what's the nice. Scripture?
0: Train them up as they
1: and the way they should go. <sighs> but I'm just like you need just need to teach them how to be decent people.
0: And a lot of these you kids, screw yourself
1: we're doomed because these kids ain't decent. <laughs> you screw yourself out of all kinds of opportunities by just not being kind to people and not taking True. into consideration your own action.
0: But on the flip side, because I'm I just want to. Get off this topic because it's pissing me off just thinking about it. <laughs> Jay Ma- ja Morant, the Who? projected number two pick in the NBA draft. You're, the post that I put up on our Instagram page. Uh, okay. About him being born in 1999, not knowing what a VHR was, a floppy disk. A VHS? A VC, I'm sorry, a VCR and a VHS.
1: Okay. I, damn. You put them man.
0: together. I don't, I'm so far removed from it, I don't <laughs> put them together. But anyway, no, VHS and a VCR. He didn't know what a VHS was. Uh, vcr was right didn't know what a cassette tape was right didn't know what a floppy disk was
1: why would he
0: true didn't know what a tamagotchi was why would he right he didn't know what a walkman was which is crazy
1: i feel like you. But he thought a
0: cassette tape was a dvd britney
1: okay so for the vcr and the vhs You might not, I don't think you would have known what the VCR was, but I would have thought that you knew what a VHS was if you was born in 1999. Only because... Mm, DVDs just started getting popular. Listen, listen, listen. Only because if you show me a picture of an 8-track, I can tell you what it is. If you show me a picture of a record, I can tell you what it is. And those were before my times. You know what I'm saying? But just to think back. If you ask me, if you say that this is... What is this? And it's an eight track player. I probably wouldn't know. How old were you when your mother and your father had you? Though. How old were was were, I when my parents had me? How old I was were born they when they had you. My mom was twenty seven or twenty eight.
0: I can't remember because of the month. So, what I'm saying here is, just think how old his mom was when she had him. She I probably, don't know. I'm just, I'm a I'm going off assumption. Of do I don't know this for a don't fact. I don't know this for a fact. But it. the way it sounds is that his mother wasn't that old when she hasn't the reason why I feel that way was because the reason why we know a lot about older things that were beyond our time was we were born we were born to parents that had a lot of those things around the house. We knew our grandparents. We were around our grandparents a lot that had all these old things around the My girl ain't an 8-track player. She had a radio. But your dad probably had an 8-track player in 45s in and shit like that. He had records. He ain't had no 8-track. Right. Really, for real, for real. I didn't really know too much what an 8-track really was. I don't, But you would hear people talk about him in movies all the time. That's,
1: why, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I say he would know a VHS. Because if you're on the internet, it'll be like, when you saw this VHS as a kid, you knew the night was about to be lit. And it was the Orange Rugrats VHS. Like, to me, that would strike me as. But
0: they didn't show him a VHS. They showed him a VCR.
1: I thought they showed him a VHS. That's why I said. If you would have showed me an A-track player, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Unless it was in a car. I know what it looks like What's crazy of is they showed
0: him a VHR and called it a VHS.
1: But I feel like he was looking at something
0: else. I feel like they edited, it and I think he said, "What do they play on that?" And they said VHSs, and that's what they recorded. Okay. He knew what white. He knew the movie White Man Can't Jump. The reason why he knows that is because he plays basketball. So that right. makes
1: sense. And that's what I'm saying. Certain that was like when my sister and brother and them was talking about Missy Elliott at the Super Bowl, and their classmates didn't know who Missy Elliott was. They thought she was a new
0: artist that
1: Katy Perry broke.
0: It's just crazy. I feel like if you was born in 1996, you can't consider yourself a 90s baby. Why? Because you... Because your memory really started in 2000. (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. Like, I feel like babies that were born after 86 consider themselves 90 babies.
1: I can see that.
0: Or we should consider ourselves 80s babies because we were born in the early 90s. We should consider ourselves, say that again? I we think can you said say, that wrong. We can relate with 80s babies because we were born in the early 90s and we know a lot of things about that time, even though we didn't live in that time. I feel like music helped with that. Yeah, music did Because
1: a me. lot of the people who was popping <laughs> but, in the 80s
0: were also popping in the early 90s. That too. Another thing is the internet that changed everything. Information moves slower when we were growing up or when we were born. Right. Information, by the time he was born, that's when everything just starts zipping.
1: So what's funny that you, it's funny that you said that because I listened to a podcast called Reply All, and they did a yes, yes, no. You remember I was telling you about those this week? Mm -hmm. And basically, it's a segment in the show where the dude who owns the podcast network comes to the two hosts of the show with a tweet that he doesn't understand. So basically, the tweet was, it was written in the format of the song "We Didn't Start the Fire." You know that song? No. We didn't start the fire, but it's all, but it's something's burning since the world's been turning.
0: Okay, people oh, I know that song. People who listen, I didn't to know the, the words.
1: Oh my god, Do you know the lyrics? Because <laughs> I like the song. It's a dope that's song. Crazy, and it's basically that, that's the lyrics. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning do, since, do, the do, since the world's been turning. It was always burning since the world's we didn't start the fire. See, I know the melody. So anywho, the tweet was in the the um in the cadence of the verses. And basically the verses are like, Hero, shame of such and such. Like it's talking about things that happen during the span of time of the world just going. So I think the song covers 40 years. Mm-hmm. So they do the whole thing about explaining everything that was in the tweet. And what's so funny is the part that was in the tweet that they was explaining was everything that had happened in a week. So when they was, when one of the hosts was like, oh, man, like this one little character tweet from Twitter is literally all the hot topics that has happened this week. He was like, but the song itself was about 40 years worth of stuff that was happening. So the guy who bought them the tweet was basically like, the fun. it's funny that you say that because the previous tweet before the confusing, I mean, the po- the one after the confusing one was like, dude, imagine how if this song came out, it would have to be 10 minutes long just to cover the span of a month. And then they just kept expanding like, the song could be three hours long in 2025. It'll be three hours long because for how much a week. information that we
0: take in. Exactly. Well, think about it like this. They talk about it all the time, like how, like I watch like SportsCenter, ESPN, FS1, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And they talk about stardom and how the players are more sensitive now. Like they talk about Kevin Durant all the time because he always has to clap back when someone puts a comment uh-huh. on his on his stuff. But then they talked about it. They were like, "Yeah, these players are just so much softer now." Like, just imagine—you know, Michael Jordan never was all in the media or sensitive when it came to reporters. Are, I was like, "Really?" Well, that's what they say. But and it's for real. For real, Michael Jordan really wasn't political at all. He didn't really have a voice when it came to political matters like how LeBron is now. You know what I mean? He didn't. I'm trying to think, is it because...
1: Okay, so the clapback part to me has to do with accessibility.
0: Well, let me finish. Okay. The reason why it's relevant to this situation is because the they say that all the time, but the first thing that people would say was... Well, how do you think Michael Jordan would have reacted had he had Facebook, had he had right, Twitter, right, right. had he had all these avenues to connect with his fans? Like, fans have so much connectivity to the athlete now. Because
1: if I hated you back then, I had to sit down and write a and I write hate a letter, you letter,
0: yeah.
1: mail it somewhere. Yeah, you could
0: choose not to open that moment.
1: You could not open it. Right. Never could have seen it. Or you could have had, had to take time out of your schedule to sit down right. and write a FU letter back to me Meanwhile, for saying I
0: hate you. That's seven five to seven business days that that's going to take <laughs> to get there. And instantaneously, Kevin Durant gets literally everything that's written about him within seconds.
1: Right. I can tweet at Kevin Durant right now. And he
0: can reply back to you. And he could reply back. Right now. Within the minute. Right. So... That was one thing that they always said, and I'm just like, well, yeah, it's completely different now because the accessibility to the athlete compared, then you had to live vicariously through the reporters. Right, and they needed them. They Reporters were needed back then. Right. Now the reporter is Kevin Durant. I, he can say exactly how he feels right now.
1: He don't even got to talk to y'all. For, he only talked to y'all because he contractually obligated to do so yeah, I'm here so I don't get fired. <laughs> marshawn basically
0: yeah y'all can go look at my twitter and see everywhere way, every way i feel about uh-huh. this right now. you know what i'm saying so it's just weird just how this era changed everything so the fact that the boy don't know a lot of these things is shocking because all these visuals of all this stuff but is more you? accessible to you but why would you even look for this stuff you know what i'm saying like why would you look up a cassette player or a, a, a Sony Walkman or something like that? Or why would you have see a, it? A MP3s.
1: You would see it, not know what it is, and keep on scrolling. Yeah, that was like the same thing. I keep coming back to the whole Missy Elliott thing because I could not believe well,
0: Teddy Riley that, that my
1: matter. sister and brothers peers didn't know who Missy Elliott was. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, dang, they was born in '95. When did Get Your Freak On come out? It didn't come out. No, but I'm saying. Get your when freak it,
0: on came out in like 2004, 2003, and
1: they would have been how old? Yeah, they was young. That's what I'm saying.
0: Even but if that you don't matter, because
1: if a song dropped in the, in 2000, if Cash Money was taking over for the 99 in 2000, and you was born in 95, had had that not been a huge record that just kept replaying,
0: you wouldn't have known nothing about that. One of the first songs I remember more than anything was. Um, Ben, 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 ben. Uh, no limit Chicken? No, um, Mar Master P and M. Uh make 'em say uh that was literally like one of the first videos I remember as a kid. That was a big song back then. You wanna know the first song that I really remember?
1: What? I think it was Adina Howard. Oh
0: you wow. Yeah, boy, you was born for this life. <laughs> what life the life that you <laughs> try to be but you're just not about i'll be at
1: home chilling listening to the bag not doing half the stuff that
0: she be right. talking about in the
1: record right. i don't That's know
0: why anywho next topic anyway yeah so all right moving on the next thing that was big in uh social media was the it really wasn't that big but it kind of it plays over into some things that happen in our actual life so the Nessa B. and Janelle from Team Mom situation. I literally just showed it to B. So she's really unfamiliar with the situation. But I was telling her that Nessa B. dates... She don't even know who Nessa B. is, y'all. But anyway. Nessa B. Um, dates Colin Kaepernick. And you know the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. How he played the martyr. For um, this... I guess you could say the... The taking a situation. Rights. Anyway. So... <clears throat> Basically, I guess... Janelle had did like some Tommy Lauren type shit where she posted something about him being disrespectful for taking the knee in on it. I thought it was over that. Whatever the case was. But not it, might ne- have happened years, it might have happened a couple years ago, but she had the opportunity to confront her. Oh, that's tonight. what
1: I'm like. That's not a new take.
0: Whatever. Come up with something else. Yeah, so they had Nessa be up there on the stage with her, which is not shocking because she works for MTV, so. Uh, They had her up there and she confronted Janelle about it. And the first thing that she did, literally, instead of having a conversation with her about it, she cried almost on spot and walked Mm -hmm. off the stage. And we're saying this to say, like, it's crazy how, I don't know how to say it without sounding racist, but whatever, how white people can come to us with some crap. but How some. How some white. Thank you. You're welcome, baby. How some white Got people you, can say something to us, or most of us, or some of us, and once they get that reaction back, they instantly cry wolf or feel personally attacked. They barbecue back at us, and then when the world comes down on us, <laughs> not even the world, just us. <laughs> They feel personally attacked and like their world is ending or that they're getting tarred and feathered or right. lynched.
1: I figuratively. am so tired of hearing the phrase white privilege. But it's real. But that to me so is real. one of the side effects of it. And it's also just like being able to say something and go unchecked just like a child. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for so long When somebody does confront you, it's a shock to your system and you don't know how to respond. And the reason why this, like, situation kind of hit home with me because I had a situation happen at work, not including me, but with two of my coworkers. One was a black male. One was a white female. And she said something out of pocket. He bucked back with that same energy. And she was like, I'm going to HR. <laughs> Where was you going to HR when you just disrespect me? First. Right. And then And then right, she gonna sit there and say, I was scared. Woo!
0: And you know once you put that on there, and that's just the hot.
1: And sauce. like that part made him upset because he was like, first of all, I was minding my business. You came to my area with your BS and then you say something out of pocket to me and when I meet you with that same energy you sent for me all of a sudden you're scared and I'm just
0: like and when you pull that scared card out of your pocket that can get somebody killed like, no lie like figuratively or just literally, no literally somebody killed
1: cops have shot people That's and said saying. I shot him because I was, I was scared, scared.
0: Like that, get somebody killed, especially when you put the race aspect in it. That would get a black person You don't person even have killed. to
1: put it in there; it's already there. Yeah, that's the first thing you see when you look at a person, yeah, and that's always the first thing that they and pull it just out. like it just was crazy to me. And what was so funny is today the situation went to a superior, and basically she was like, "I didn't hear, you know, what happened." You no, know, she said, "I kind of heard something happening in the hallway, but." um the the lady who was involved was like we smoothed it out we settled you know whatever and she was pretty much saying like i realized after i said what i said that i should not have said it and his reaction caught me off guard you can't tell people how to react this is true people bring knives I and mean, guns to knife fights all the time
0: that's why when you were telling me the situation I couldn't get mad at his perspective of it. Right. And that was just totally because I was like, well, she shouldn't have did that. She's and see, equally as wrong, even I, though his escalated to a point that you can say that he's more wrong. But I was just like, it should have never happened to begin with. You know right. what I mean? Like, it didn't even have to go there had she not did this. Right. And hers is just as egregious because you don't know him. On and you don't know level. what's going to happen. Right, and the fact that that's the same way with just like anything in life. Like you look at someone and just from you being who you are, treat them any old type of way, and then the 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 outcome happens. You can lose your life. Right, but
1: that's not a fear for some people. For some people, their mind doesn't go to this can escalate and I can lose my life. That video that you showed me the other day with the cop coming to the dude saying your name Curtis, but his name won't Curtis. And
0: just because he thought it was (laughs) that he
1: looked like the dude who they was looking for. Literally, my heart was like pounding from me sitting in my living room looking at a video that was probably a week and some change. Oh. And before Bruce played the video, he goes. Nobody's gonna die. Nobody gets arrested. Nothing happens. But still, watching that video
0: scared the hell out of me. I ain't gonna lie, scared of me when I first watched it. Get,
1: and, I, and when his girlfriend was like, "Calm down," I'm like, "Why isn't he she listening like, to her?" Please, Why is it? And I'm sir. sitting here like yeah. halfway in tears because I'm like, "Listen to your girlfriend. Stop. Don't say nothing." And it's just like you just never know. So when it's in that video that you showed me of Nessa B and The uh, chick from Team Mom. It was just like she was having a conversation with her. She was basically saying like, instead of you posting it because you have met me and know me personally, I would rather you. It had been a conversation where I can explain to you our side of the situation.
0: About you posting it to the world to see.
1: Not even that, just like to give you some clarity, right. to give you a different perspective. And people so much don't want a different perspective on stuff that they'll just the first put a wall up. And
0: the first thing that she said as soon as uh, Nessa started talking to her about it was, I don't know your boyfriend at all. So why know. are you speaking so on why him? Why are you even why talking you speaking about on situation? And that's the... That's the dangerous side of social media. Like it's giving people an opinion over every little thing. You 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 at the end of the day, you forget that you don't know these people. Not even these people. You don't have enough
1: information to form an opinion. An opinion. So why would you even put an opinion out there?
0: Like, say for instance, like even with the um the Willow Smith and Jada Pinkett conversation that was happening on Red Table Talk this week where she was talking about being addicted to porn. Uh And and it was funny because I literally sent it out to everybody I knew because I found a different perspective on it. But instead of commenting, like the same comment that was under all, you know, in the comments, Mm -hmm. instead of me commenting on it, I just kept it to myself or just shared it with my friends because I felt like I didn't have to put that comment down there because and it's, it's so not none of my business.
1: funny because Kev on stage, when him or and Doughboy- don't Boy, know that relationship, yeah. When him and Doughboy be doing their podcast, they was like, bro, everything doesn't have to be a tweet. There's some stuff that'll hit a group chat that will never see the light of day.
0: Exactly.
1: There's a public and a private forum.
0: Forum for everything. And all this shit is There's private There's so many form people
1: that I know on Facebook and have relationships with that I- totally disagree with one of my co-workers girlfriend love her to death one of my ex co-workers girlfriends love her to death but it's certain conversations me and her cannot have because we just have two different perspectives but we can talk about tacos all day we can talk about nails all day we can talk about hair products clothes plays music like all of that is on the table for us to talk about And when I see her say something crazy that I don't agree with or I think is crazy,
0: I just keep on strolling. And the reason why it's good to have discretion of things that you can post on and things that is for the the group chat is because in the group chat you have like-minded people.
1: Not even like-minded people. You have people who are willing to hear your point of view. Or people that know you, so they
0: already know how you're going to see this situation. Or if they do debate with you on it, it's not going to go to a level of confrontation or going viral because it's in a private chat and it's your friend. So they already know how you are or it, it just ain't going to never get to that level. Right. But when it's on something that's a public forum, you're speaking on something with people who don't know you it's many different thought processes processes. And, um, and you don't, you're not around like-minded people that may have this view, this take, this view, this take, this view, this take. So you're dealing in a situation where it's a confrontational situation, but people, like I said, it's that validation type situation. Everybody want to have that perspective that everybody's going to agree with. See what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I just feel like it's not even about your group chat being with like-minded people. Because me and my friends, we fundamentally have the same principles, but we also have different uh Yeah, but like you said, you're not open to each other. But on the internet, everything is in a vacuum. So people are not usually open to dialogue that could potentially change their point of view right my group chat is open to dialogue to potentially change their point of view because there's a foundational relationship there and plus which to me that's what i'm saying that's the foundational relationship to me going back to the situation with my two co-workers there was no foundational relationship there they don't ever have to speak to each other there was no reason for them to be conversing but because she said something in jest he said something back to her in jest that happened to trump what she said she took it to another level but seriously and then when he met her at that same level seriously that's when it got out of control which is similar to the situation with B. You spewed something that you really didn't have any facts to back up. I came to you with facts to back up my point, and you weren't ready for that.
0: And now you feel attacked. So
1: now you feel attacked because you're unprepared Mm -hmm. for a conversation.
0: For the argument that you put yourself in. It's not even
1: an argument. She didn't even want to argue. She said we can have a healthy conversation. "Quote unquote," Her words with healthy conversation. You can't even converse.
0: Crazy. And even if she was prepared, she probably wouldn't have been able to converse anyway. But. It is crazy. <laughs> but moving on, because we always know how to get serious. We're going to go to uh, Up On Game because we're almost out of here, folks. So our last segment, our loved, beloved uh, Up On Game. Um, the new show right now. That we're watching, that I actually kind of enjoy a little bit, is yeah. um games people play on BET because you know we support
1: avid BET supporters. We can't make to make we can't wait to make BET for great the again black, for the black and um yeah we relate to the show so we kind of been catching up and it started out a little shaky. It still is a little shaky,
0: but still a little shaky,
1: but, little
0: shaky, but we, we yeah. You got potential. I see all the potential in it. it
1: it's a good, it's a good concept. It's kind of like the game meets, mm-hmm. um, not scandal but meets Desperate Housewives. Okay, because you know how in the beginning Desperate Housewives starts with a murder. What was that show on VH1?
0: The one I was just telling you about again. I don't know. Oh, with Lisa Ray in it, um, ladies, ladies first, single ladies. I think it was. Yeah, that's really what it is i never watched
1: single ladies but i know desperate housewives is like all these pieces pretty much mary Alice, the chick who committed suicide or got murdered or whatever was was uh whatever the word i'm looking for the whole series
2: she was like a voiceover
1: and it was just like all the things that they got into but this one starts out with a murder mystery we thought we knew who did it, but now I'm figuring out that yeah, we really don't. don't no, they're just insinuating that Lauren London's character and the dude from Insecure's character did it. But it's really cute. Some of it is overact. Some of it is just underact. But it's a we gonna keep watching it. How about that? Well, all
0: right. Well, we what we else? out of
1: here, but that's that was it. Oh, we gotta check out um She's Gotta Have It This Weekend too. It dropped tonight. Oh yeah, Memorial Day weekend, yeah.
0: It yeah. came out tonight?
1: Yes, it's out now. People watching it. That's how I remember. So we gotta stay off the socials. That that's how I know the opening scenes.
0: Damn, bro. People can't hold water.
1: You know they be sitting down watching it and then recording it on a story. So
0: Anyway. Anywho. Um like I said, big things coming up. In the next Mm -hmm. month or two So be looking out for it Y'all gonna see it Y'all gonna feel it But um, Outside of that though Say bye to the people babe
2: Thanks for listening guys We really appreciate All 'all. our listeners
0: Have a great Memorial
2: Day I see you looking What you're Uh Boy you so late Get out the pass Watching me walk away You want it back I know I know Yeah I know, heard you been asking my friends about me Trying to see where I've been, trying to see you I'm Trying to slide back on the slit, yeah I know you mad you're feeling. yeah You were sleeping on a cave yeah Now I got you feeling sick, and you madder than a bitch, yeah when well, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang Boy, you messed up, now you back like a boomerang, a boomerang. Sorry to say, it's nothing you're you are in I let you go, baby, just go away
0: oh. I hate to say it, but shit
2: ain't the same yeah. Night after night, I was up looking stupid Dance. It's funny how the tables turn oh. <laughs> Believing in fairy tales